Hey, goal getters, it's Angela. Did you know your Healthy by Association podcast is now available on your Alexa enabled device? Just say, Alexa, play Healthy by Association podcast on TuneIn Radio. Give it a try today. Welcome to Healthy by Association, the podcast. My name is Angela Pelk, and today's topic is whole food nutrition tips and tricks. Hey, gold getters, happy Monday. Oh, gosh. Um, it is good to be back. We are here in episode 40. Um, if you are new to Healthy by Association, welcome. If you have been with us for a while, welcome back. Um, thank you so much for listening. You know, um, I feel like I have been doing this podcast for a long time. It's been over a year. Um, I'm really proud of the content that we have put out here for you in Healthy by Association land. Uh, So if there is something in here or in any of our previous episodes that you... um, that resonates with you or that you feel like you would like to share out with uh, some people who could use the information, please share out our podcast um, uh, by subscribing, rating, and reviewing, especially on the iTunes platform um, and downloads, downloads. um, That all matters too. So um, if you are a fan of this podcast, um, please definitely listen and share Uh, widely so that we can um, grow this audience. Um, Healthy by Association community is a uh, Facebook group that is uh, open to the public. Um, We provide information um, focusing on the association community uh, regarding health and wellness. You know, we all have goals. It is still January. Um, I guess we've passed that uh, date where those fresh New Year's resolutions tend to fall off. I think it was sometime, I want to say it was like January 17th or 18th or something like that. Um, But here we are looking at the last week of January heading into February. Um, How motivated are you? How determined are you to stick to and meet those goals that you set out freshly dreaming of at the beginning of January. Um, This might be a good time to sort of take stock and see where you're at. You know, um, we say it all the time on the podcast, there's never, um, it's never too late to start again. And, you know, if you look at it as just resting instead of quitting, um, you know, maybe, maybe you will maintain and create some momentum uh, that will move you closer to your goals. So I think this is, um, this is episode 40. I wanted to talk, um, I, I put a poll up on the holiday last week about, you know, kind of what sort of things people wanted to hear about. And, you know, it wasn't like a million people responded, but the biggest response was about nutrition, um, tips and tricks. And, in this business of associations and travel comes along with it and um, social eating and drinking and, you know, socializing or client lunches or dinners or fam trips, you know, there's all of these things that are food focused. Um, And definitely, if there's something that I can help offer, um, it's definitely a little bit around, you know, a little bit around food. Um, I will say right at this moment, 
I am not a doctor. I think you all know that. <laughs> I'm not a doctor, but um, you know, I've been eating food my whole life. <laughs> so for sure, I'm an expert. Um, but um, you don't maybe know my uh, my journey, but um, you know, I have spent a lot of my life uh, overweight or you know outside of a healthy weight range. Um, whether that was healthy or not, you know, I've been in good health otherwise. So, you know, maybe that was okay. But um, I did get on a track where I was able to reduce my weight um, and have been sort of maintaining that for about three years um, until recently. And then something's going on and, and I'm just not hanging on to it. So this is probably a good reminder for me as well to just sort of hit on this. Um, you know, you have to do what works for you. And um, I think you all know, if you've been listening to the last few episodes um, previously here, um, I attended uh, Rachel Hollis's Rise Conference in Fort Myers, um, and it's a three-day conference, and the first day is about owning your past. The second day is about owning your present, which is focused on health, and that's what I want to talk about a little bit. The third day is owning your future and sort of like making all those big dreams, you know, come true. And so one thing, and I've, I've talked about this before, one thing that really struck me in this workbook, and I will post um, this image again. It's not the image from her workbook, but um, I did find a uh, an image online that um, really explains this well. So what I'd like for you to do is refer back to this and sort of figure out where you are. Um, I know people are dealing with various things in their lives. Maybe it's a chronic illness. Maybe it is um, a diagnosis of diabetes. Maybe it's a sleep apnea. Maybe there, I mean, there's all sorts of things. Maybe you have a... Um, who knows? Um, but I would love to see, you know, sort of where everyone feels like they fall on the scale. Um, I would venture to say many of us fall toward the middle um, in this sense of fall well, false wellness. And I just, this just spoke to me. It's crazy because, you know, if you've listened to any of the past podcasts, look for, um, any podcast with guest Lindsay Doyle Gross. She is um, a partner with EventGuard. She's uh, and is very focused on nutrition training and sort of like reframing this um, thought about good food, bad food, and um, uh, it's it's just so good. And every every podcast I have done with Lindsay, like my mind is exploded um, in the middle of it, and you can hear me. Um, like having my mind literally blown every single podcast that we do. But but it's such a different way of thinking about food and nutrition. If you're like me, you know, you've struggled with food and relationship with food and, you know, triggers around food for a long time. And, um, you know, just seeing this chart talking about false wellness, it just also like totally blew my mind. So I'm still developing some um, concrete thoughts, but I wanted to bring a few things to you today. Um, it, so in this scale, you know, on the on the left side, what you'll see is illness. And this is like an absolute zero, like zero one, like couldn't get worse. Um, nowhere to go but up from here if you can. Um, all the way to the opposite end, which is wellness, optimal health, 100% function, continuous development, active partition, 
participation, wellness lifestyle, vibrant energy. Can you imagine moving from wherever you may be on this scale toward vibrant energy? I swear, I look at my 11-year-old, I'm like, I wish I had a tenth of his energy. Um, Can you imagine moving toward optimal health? And so I I just bring this scale idea to you because... um, I think a lot of us kind of are in this comfort zone, working toward developing wellness and hopefully not slipping toward the left side of this image into developing disease. And I think a lot of that has to do with nutrition. And I'm not going to say food. I'm not going to say diet. Guy, It just has the most negative connotations and it's really hard. Um, I even hesitate to name the article that I'm pulling some of this information from. It's from WebMD and I'll link it in the show notes, uh, but it's called the Whole Foods Diet. What I'm concentrating on is the Whole Foods part of this because something that has personally worked for me is moving toward choosing more whole foods than processed foods. And what can be tricky about this and what I hear from a lot of people who are trying to improve their health and wellness is that it's just too hard. It's too hard to prepare food. It's too hard to make the right choices. Um, And certainly convenience foods are named that for a reason. It's convenient. It's grab and go. Um, I'm not even going to say fast food because we all know how easy fast food is to make. But honestly, if you think about it, um, say you spend 15 minutes a night placing an order through a fast food, say that's four nights a week, um, those 15 minutes add up to an hour. What if brace yourselves. (laughs) What if you spent that hour making a healthy meal or two that you could go home, quickly warm up and eat that is delicious and satisfying? I I think we think about time and we think about convenience when, um, you know, it really isn't any different. Another objection I hear about, um, food is, Eating healthy costs so much more. I'm sorry if I have a sassy tone in my voice, but it's just not true. (laughs) It's just not true. Um, You know, there are meals that are inexpensive to make that are very good um, for you, can be very well balanced. Um, You know, something that I do, one of my tips here. you know, let's just take produce, for instance. Like if I wanted to get a serving of vegetables with, say, three meals a week for me, for my husband, for my son. Okay, that's three of us. It's not an average household, maybe kind of small. Um, you know, that's like three times three is nine times 45 servings of vegetables. If I was to buy that fresh every week, we would be throwing out vegetables by the end of the week. Um, And no one wants to do that. And that's a waste of money. And my stuff goes bad too fast. One thing that I have done is I've gone to frozen. Of course, fresh is best, right? But if you look at the ingredients in your frozen aisle um, within, you know, name brands or store brands, and you buy like a steamable bag of green beans, and you look at the ingredients, and there are two words under the ingredients listing, 
one being green, the other being beans. All that's in there are green beans and they're frozen. So the beauty of this is that you can microwave that package when you're ready or from frozen. If you don't like microwaves, you can just throw them into a stir fry or steam them in a, like a shallow pan on the stove. Um, Gosh, and a lot of these frozen veggies are like 99 cents, $1.29. Like they're very inexpensive um, and you lose that waste factor. All you're losing is freezer space to store them. Um, so that is one of the things that I have found um, to be really helpful in just making sure that I have that kind of stuff on hand. Um you know, my favorite is like, I mean, and we do it too, right? You know, they'll grab a pizza on the way home, get the Little Caesars, $5 pizza, whatever. And I insist, go in the basement, go to the freezer and get a bag of veggies, throw it in the microwave. It takes five minutes. Um, and then at least you have a serving of vegetables with your pizza. You know, it's, it's sort of about balance. You know, maybe today wasn't perfect. Maybe we really were running. Maybe we ran out of what we prepped on the weekend, whatever. Um, you know, but hey, we threw a serving of vegetables in there that's better than we may have done otherwise if we didn't have something on hand. Um, so in a way to talk about whole foods, I want to go to this article here um, from WebMD. And I just want to talk a little bit about whole foods, um, whole foods versus processed foods. Okay, so I've sort of talked about it already in this green bean package example there's one ingredient in this bag. It's green beans. Now, if you were looking at another bag that may have other things in it or green beans in a butter sauce, green beans in a whatever. Okay. It's not going to be just green beans and butter. There's going to be green beans. There's going to be, who even knows, like milk enzymes or like they really are going to break this stuff down. Um, into multiple things when really you could out of your own freezer and refrigerator have green beans and a little bit of butter and toss all that together and call it a day. So what I'm saying is whole foods with ingredients that you can pronounce and nothing that you don't recognize. Um, chicken, whole chicken breast versus chicken nuggets, right? Um, and even, you know, again, like even if you're not a great cook or have not attempted or whatever, you know, I think about kids and I think about, you know, how a lot of parents will say, oh, my kid will only eat chicken nuggets and mac and cheese and hot dogs and whatever. I think we allow that to happen. Um, you know, it's not the greatest thing. Sometimes it's better to get something in your kid than nothing, especially if they have, um, you know, if you've made it okay for kids to refuse food. Um, I am lucky. I have a kid who will eat just about anything. Yeah, of course he wants to eat pizza seven days a week, but I am the parent and he is a child and he is just simply not allowed to do that. Um, so, you know, it, it is a process. It is definitely a, a, a long process. You know, maybe look at yourself if there's something that you want to do, you know, for your family or for your kids, um, you know, introduce things, reintroduce things, try and try again. Um, I remember when my son was little, little and just trying foods for the first time, 
he didn't like potatoes. And I'm like, what? What? I'm getting these potatoes from a farm um, CSA and I'm making this potato for him and I've mashed it up and I put it, you know, it's all like I have prepared this food for you. I don't understand why you don't like it. And then I thought, well, what do I do to my mashed potatoes? I add cream and butter and salt and who knows what else. Of course, that's what makes the potatoes taste good. Potatoes on their own are not that delicious. Um, Potatoes, once you cut them into French fries and add all that oil to them, are delicious. So, you know, you just have to kind of break this stuff down and really think about what it is. Um, But again, you know, a whole food versus a processed food. And there um, are they are suggesting just a few things in here um, of things of whole food items that maybe you can consider looking at adding to your nutrition. Um, whole grains instead of refined grains wherever possible. And you know, labels are out there. There are lots of labels that we can now read that will say whole wheat, not you know wheat flour. Whole wheat is going to be a more less processed item than wheat flour. Um, now there's whole wheat flour too. So you just have to read those labels and know what to look for. Um, fruits and vegetables, even canned, canned can have sodium in them, which is another something um, that you may have to watch for. Um, canned, frozen, fresh, of course, Um, fruits, vegetables, and beans instead of supplements to provide the fiber and vitamins. Um, Skinless chicken breast, for instance, cooked with healthful ingredients instead of chicken nuggets, processed with added fats, flavorings, and preservatives. All of those things in the processing to preserve the food make them processed and less desirable if you're looking at moving toward a whole food um, nutrition plan. Okay, here we go. Baked potato. (laughs) This this example is great. This is kind of what I was just talking about, potato. A baked potato with chopped green onions and light sour cream instead of a bag of sour cream and onion potato chips. You know, for some reason, I do think that potato chips are better than like a processed cracker. I don't know, for some reason that makes that makes sense in my head. You can let me know if that doesn't make sense to you. <laughs> but really, it should just be potato thinly sliced and dumped in oil, which, you know, we do need some fat in our diet. There's no um, reason to go low fat by, by going like low fat and only doing low fat. You know, you are replacing the fat with other stuff, which is additives, preservatives, flavorings, etc. Um yeah. So, you know, I could go on on this. They're, they're not great examples um, from here out, but the more natural a food occurs in, you know, in its regular state, the better. Um, that's about it. So, you know, if you can avoid a lot of box stuff, if you can avoid, you know, even like cereal, you know, there's a lot of whole food, whole grain cereals out there, but they can also be full of sugar um, and highly processed. Um, Maybe you look at whole grain like oatmeal or uh, anything like that. Oatmeal, steel cut oats, uh, which are processed, but they're still closer to the whole grain than once they turn into a Cheerio, right? Um, Okay. So... 
This article then goes into why we should add whole foods to our, um, why we should be eating and consuming more whole foods. Um, all good. You can read that in there, but um, it goes into suggestions on how to, um, ways to add whole foods to your nutrition. And I think, I think, you know, there was a, there was a question that I read or something that I read about travel. And I think it's really important to like, oh, when I'm in travel, I just don't know what to order. I don't know how to eat, or I can't navigate a buffet, or I'm just at the mercy of whatever is being ordered. I think if you train yourself to look to whole foods, um, you'll be more satisfied. You know, you may not be looking for food two or three hours later. Um, and I think you'll, I, I, it may be better for your overall health um, to stick to that. So, you know, say you're looking at a buffet and there's like a sliced beef option, um, a chicken breast, a, you know, I would, I would look at that kind of stuff, a whole vegetable. Usually a buffet is really pretty good. It's where <laughs> I think where we get into the trouble is like the little appetizer or derby type thing where they're like these little, you know, like a brie bundle or, you know, stuff like that. That's all like puff pastry. And, and I'm not saying to avoid carbs. Don't hear me say that. Hear me say the base of some of these little canapes are processed. Um, you know, I've gone, I've gone to several, you know, we all have, right. But I've, some of the things that I have found that are fun and satisfying are like a little shrimp on a cucumber slice. The base of that is a whole food. The shrimp is a whole food. Maybe it's got a little dollop of, you know, cocktail sauce or some kind of like aioli. That's cool to me. That is a whole food choice versus like cheese and crackers where the crackers are like, you know, they're processed. They may be whole grain crackers, but how would you know? Um, anyway, I think once you sort of start thinking about whole foods, you will be able to find them. Um, so ways to add whole foods to your diet, choosing that whole grain product, hundred percent whole grains whenever possible. Um, it talks about baking and replacing half of the white flour with whole wheat flour. I don't know if that's always a great idea, just depending on what it is. And you know, it's something like if you're baking a cake, I wouldn't chance it personally. Um, I've done this with, <laughs> I make lasagna like once a year, literally once a year for Thanksgiving. And the once a year I made this, I tried um, whole wheat noodles. Don't do that. <laughs> it was just not worth it. And if it's something that you do once a year, like I do with lasagna, just have it and just know that, hey, it was delicious. This is the way it's supposed to be and all good. Move on with your life. Um Another tip here is to eat lots of fresh fresh vegetables and fruits. This says, like I mentioned earlier, try to include them in almost every meal and snack. Um, you know, a whole apple, a whole orange, a banana, all of that. Good. A uh, handful of raspberries. Cool. Even frozen. You know, again, like they're, if the only ingredient is raspberries, that's still a whole food. Um, it's just something that's not going to perish as quickly as a package of raspberries from the produce section in your grocery store. Um, this also suggests to include beans in your meals and snacks because they are a great source of plant protein, fiber, phytochemicals, and other nutrients. Um, I love beans. I use canned beans. I 
I don't know why I have um, always hesitated to um, use dry beans. I've done it once and it was actually great. I did some garbanzos and then I um, put them in little containers and froze them to use at a later date, but they were great and so cheap. Again, like if you are adventurous enough and even I think I did them in the crock pot. So it wasn't difficult. All right. I'm pledging to do it again. Please, somebody keep me accountable on that. Um, but that is a super cheap way to get um, some fiber and protein um, into your into your meals. Um, again, another tip here, eat fewer convenience and processed foods. They're often loaded with added fat, sugar, salt, and additives. So I think we know this, right? You know, and, and a lot of this is habit. And we can talk more about habit in another episode, but um, I was heading up north to a wedding and we stopped at this um, gas station for snacks. I'm like, I need road snacks. I need chips. I need this. I need <laughs> like, you don't need it just because you're in the car. doesn't mean you need to eat, you know, 10 servings of chips from this bag. And so like breaking apart some of those, like these two things go together, like disconnect that thing. Um, especially if it's just something that is not serving your health and wellness goals. Um, and then another one, this last tip here is a great one. And, and this is something that I have been doing for a long, long time um, is watch out for your beverages. Um, we all know we need water and we probably need more water than we get in a day, unless it's something you are very conscious of throughout the day. Um so definitely avoid sugar in your beverages, um, like those pre-made smoothies, those pre-made frappuccinos. Those are not the greatest. They are full of sugar. Um, you know, even in those smoothies, once once a vegetable or fruit is juiced, what it does is all the fiber is removed from that. So you're not getting the full benefit of um, the whole food. Um, so even that type of processed food is is probably not the greatest. What you're left with is the sugars. And while they are natural sugars, it's still sugars. And if your body is sensitive to sugar, it may not be um, a, a, a great option for you. Um, but this talks about water, mineral water, um, teas. I would add coffee to this. Um, <laughs> um I basically went like pop cold turkey. I'm from the Midwest. We say pop, maybe soda, but I went cold turkey on that. I used to drink probably like four Diet Cokes a day. Um, gave that up to replace with water. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and then it says skim or soy milk. Now, I don't know. A lot of those soy milk, milk is okay. I think even full fat or reduced fat milk is okay. Um, soy milks, gosh, sometimes soy milk, almond milk, cashew milk, etc. they all have some unpronounceable ingredients in them. Um, there are shelf stable ones that do not have to be refrigerated. And then some that, uh, you will find in like your dairy case. I, I don't use them much. If I use them, I use them very sparingly. So definitely, you know, make your own choice on that. If you're making a lot of changes, it's certainly, you know, it doesn't have to be an all or nothing thing. You know, if you are, say you have like maybe 40% of your nutritional intake is whole food and the rest is convenience food, maybe you look to get that 50-50. Um, certainly one of the, one of the best 
pieces of advice I can offer is, you know, don't make a whole bunch of changes at once. Um, This is a lot about habit. This is a lot about um, comfort. This is a lot about, you know, maybe you have a a picky family or maybe, you know, you're like, I want to do it, but man, my, my people would never go for this. Like it's, you know, you really have to just sort of figure out how to make it work. Um, and you know, baby steps, right? It's okay to make baby steps, but as long as you are moving in the direction that you want to go toward that optimal wellness, I think, um, that would be, that would be great. And, you know, these things take time, you know, you're not going to change, you can't change your life overnight. Um, but you know, those little things that you do consistently on a daily basis, every opportunity that you can, um, are going to move you toward that goal. So with that goal getters, gosh, thank you for listening. I hope this was helpful. Um, there will be, you know, some room in comments. You could go back to the post where this podcast was posted, the post where the podcast was posted. Get me. Anyway, um, you know, go back there and, you know, ask questions. We can have a discussion. You know, like I said, I'm definitely, um, I'm not a doctor. I'm by no means an expert, but, you know, I can, I can put some meals together that are hearty and delicious and whole foods. And, you know, this is, this is just how we eat now. You know, it's just, it's just what we do. Now I'm not saying that a cookie doesn't slip in there every now and then and, you know, other processed things. But, um, I know for me, I feel a million times better when I eat well and get enough water and get enough sleep and, you know, the whole nine yards. So, um, you know, think about sort of where you're at on that, scale of wellness and see if there are any changes that you can make in a slow way. Small changes have big impact um, to, to move that needle toward the optimal health that we all desire. So with that, we will close our show today. Healthy by Association is powered by intention. We hope you'll power your week with intention. So take this opportunity to hit the reset button. Um, whether it's about nutrition or something else that you um, want to help move that needle out of the comfort zone into a more optimal state of health. Um, I know I did a fresh grocery shop this morning, um, so I'm feeling pretty good about life. Um, So come to the group, give us a, you know, a shout out about um, this topic or anything else related to your health and wellness journey. We will uh, be there to support you. Um, Uh, and definitely cheer you on to your health and wellness goals. With that, everyone, thank you for listening. I hope you have a great day. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Healthy by Association podcast. For links and other resources, please see our show notes. Also, request to join our Facebook community at Healthy by Association. You can subscribe to the HBA podcast through various platforms, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Anchor FM. Don't forget to rate and review, and be sure to power your week with intention. Thanks for listening.